Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I am Ryan. Yeah, he was thinking about doing a funny thing. I was. But then he pulled back and was like, I'm going to do my name for right now. I pulled out because I just couldn't stick it in there. Yeah, I pulled out because I was afraid of the consequences of not doing so. Yep, kind of like knocking somebody up. I don't want to knock you up and be like Nick Cannon. And you don't want to have two going at the same time. That'd be a disaster. <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> Jake, hold your ankles. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan finds out the, the gender of his child next week, folks. So. I do do next thursday um well, that's gonna be interesting yeah, absolutely watching top gun and then being like what can- <laughs> what's more dad delicious than that <laughs> that is that is very much a dad movie and you've said multiple times how you've been getting in touch with your southern roots oh yeah hardcore yeah your your nascar watching self let getting- me tell you what i did yesterday <laughs> i got off work my wife she went upstairs she's like i'm so sweepy so she went to sleep went outside with my boys my dog and my cat and drank a six-pack of bush light i had a yingling (laughs) and i had one cigarette and i just looked up at the sky and i was and i had country music playing i was like well fuck me isn't this the life (laughs) and i felt so at peace as like alan jackson was playing and i was like Yep, this is about damn near perfect. <laughs> so yeah, I've really, really gotten in touch with those roots. Yeah, watching you over the last several months, it's like watching a caterpillar jump into its like redneck cocoon and just <laughs> metamorphosizing into. No, it's like watching a, a butterfly go back to being a caterpillar. <laughs> I'm going back to once I came from. <laughs> Oh, it's like watching Hank Williams turn into Hank Williams Jr. Oh, man. I listened to a whole bunch of Hank Williams Jr. yesterday. It's that family tradition song that really gets me. I'll be honest. That was like the one I listened to. That's the one. Yeah. I love that song. It was in my head like all day. And I was like, I have to listen to this. But Hank Williams Sr., I have listened to quite a few of his stuff in recent times. Um, Alan Jackson, Randy Travis. You rocking some Travis Tritt? Um, no, but I'll get there eventually. Oh, you're missing out. Oh, I ain't missing out because I've been down that road <laughs> once when I was a boy. But now as a man, I'll travel that road again. What, who is the fucking like country version of Weird Al? Cletus. Is it Cletus T. Judd? Oh, I have no did idea. You ever list, did you ever listen no. to that? I feel like that was either the name. That's either his name or I just made that up. Cletus T. Jones. Cletus T. Judd. Judd. With two D's. Well, you He's know what I'm going to do. Because he likes double D's. Why would you, you like double D's? you know that Cletus D's? would. 
Um, I really feel like that was his name. I don't know for sure, but I'm like 75% certain that was his name. He's like the country version of Weird mm-hmm. Al where he only parodies. There like- is somebody that did pop up. Um, yeah, he doesn't look like what you would expect. He looks like uh, Tom Arnold mixed with Andy Dick is what I remember him looking like. <laughs> yeah. Um, who was Andy Dick was just uh, arrested. For- oh, no. <laughs> for what, what did Andy Dick do? What uh, Andy I think Dick he do? sexually assaulted somebody. Oh, so. no. So not even something funny. <laughs> just say it ain't so. Um, yeah. So I see these songs. Um, yeah. Up, down, up, down. Where's your mommy waiting on Obama? Oh. first redneck on the internet <laughs> Indian in-laws which is I can only think is a parody of the Tim McGraw song Indian outlaw <laughs> probably gone probably. funky what gone country yeah um yeah I really please take the girl <laughs> I think this is the guy I yeah. think this is the guy I was thinking about when I was I used to listen to him when I was like 11 and this was the only type of music that was permitted in my house was Leonard Skinner tapes and this fucking guy. <laughs> Apparently. My cellmate thinks I'm sexy, so I think she thinks my tractor's sexy. Yep. Yeah, this is sounding more and more like my uh my later childhood. I love NASCAR. Now that's one I almost <laughs> feel like we should pause I the podcast. I feel for. so in touch with that song. It's almost worth pausing the podcast. <laughs> I see your finger on the trigger. Out. So it turns out we we definitely did. We paused the actual recording of this podcast for five minutes just so that I could remind uh, Ryan of the 2007 masterpiece. Uh, I love NASCAR by Cletus T. Judd, uh, a parody of Toby Keith's I love this bar uh, featuring what we assume is a guest appearance by Toby Keith or somebody that sounds a great deal. Like, yeah, him. they I'm didn't sh- try to look this didn't up. show his face. He definitely had his, uh, his face was covered by a hat and it was also covered by, uh, let's just say 15 years of camera work that has not aged very well because it was almost impossible to see what was happening. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't think it was him. There's another person here. It's Wes Hightower does background vocals. Well, he sounded like he was doing a great Toby Keith impersonation. If yeah, I mean, the case, pro- so. <laughs> there could be a dime a dozen there. Maybe, you know, you've got Elvis personators underneath of that. Michael Jackson impersonators. Uh, and even underneath of that, Toby Keith impersonators. There's like six of them, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely more than one. In North Carolina alone. Yeah, in North Carolina alone. I bet we could find one to come to your birthday party if you want. God. It's just me and Ryan. But <laughs> hey, man, we how are you two, doing, Mike? We're two of the six. So you got. I'm Toby both. Keith. This is Toby Keith. We're Toby Keith. <laughs> you can get 25% of the Toby Keith's impersonators on this podcast alone. There you go. You're there welcome. You go. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, a seminal point in my childhood. Yeah. Before. Well, it's probably that lady who got like something spilled on her yeah, and then she was like one. all sec. <laughs> and then she was all like sexy <laughs> right, about it. Up. It was probably STP if we're going or STD. Nasty. Yeah. From her brother. <laughs> <laughs> I only gave her herpes twice. <laughs> After that, she's on her own. <laughs> oh but yeah it was uh what it was a time to be alive yeah but that's what you have to look forward to man it's so weird to go back and look at these things and understand them after not being in that world for so long you're like oh yeah i remember that and like fits like a glove i remember this i get the humor about it but if i was never a part of that world i'd just be like who cares 
So I wasn't, I didn't come into this world. I was born into it. You yeah. were merely adopted darkness. I was born into it. <laughs> I was born into the NASCAR. <laughs> I was born in the NASCAR. You just adopted it. I fell into a pit of pins oil. I went in the pits. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of falling into a endless pit of darkness, yes, having to fight your way out. Something that also ties into NASCAR. Exactly. The video game Trek to Yoma. Until <laughs> <laughs> you said NASCAR, it was a great segue. Hey, they like, raced in Suzuki a couple of times. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. There we go. A second connection. We're back on. Boom. <laughs> We You're were going to have to end the episode right there <laughs> and delete every prior 99 episode. bitches. Delete every prior episode of this podcast. Perfect. Up to that point. But uh, Ryan, I've been playing Trek to Yomi uh, the last week. And I understand you've been going to bed angry. <laughs> I love that because... Well, how, what kind of mood was I in when I came to bed the last week? <laughs> I don't know. You just seemed a little flustered. I asked you if you wanted to cuddle and you said no. And I just rolled over on my side and I... Yeah cried silently i didn't want you to notice but i wanted you to notice (laughs) (laughs) you did notice but i wanted you to (laughs) you know i stole that line from my wife (laughs) a couple of like like a year ago or something before we found out we're pregnant she was drunk and she wanted to go to like mcdonald's i was like megan let's just go home and go to sleep because it's like three o'clock in the morning or whatever and she turned to the side looked out the window and started crying but softly because she wanted me to notice but she didn't want to be loud so i've noticed i'm like what am i to do here what kind of game are we playing i know and mcdonald's was closed by the way they don't stay up until three o'clock in the it's morning it's not like when we went and got them dry ass biscuits Man, at one those time. biscuits are a choking hazard <laughs> that was some five 30 a.m. shit right there. That was like, it was raining really hard outside. It was the middle of a thunderstorm. (laughs) That night was a blur. I think I'm pretty sure my cat sack tapped you multiple times that night. I did. You heard me have sex. I woke up with Ryan's pussy in my face. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear you complain. I was. You want a fur burger there, mate? Speaking of complaining, after our last episode, I was fucking hung over oh, that the monkey next morning brass monkey that funky monkey like 10 and a half percent and i had i had to wake up and i had to t- sometimes i do some uh training for part of the job that i do and i had a nine o'clock and a 10 o'clock class i had to get <laughs> the next morning hey how the fuck are you guys doing mm. oh man i i literally i think i took like eight ibuprofen eight ibuprofen <laughs> good lord man and you're gonna felt judy great. garland your life away <laughs> I felt like Big E out there climbing the high banks of Talladega. I was unstoppable all of a sudden. You probably yeah. I didn't ask for feedback. Didn't well, send good the survey. I'd be like, hey, tell me what you thought of today's class. You actually just sat in the floor and talked to the wall for half I an hour. I didn't turn my computer on. I forgot. <laughs> but like, damn. Which is even more tragic because I ran through the whole curriculum too. Well, that's pretty good on your memory, though. Yeah, we'll give you that. It's pretty good to rattle that off without tur- looking at a screen. Yep. Um, but Jake has also been fired from his job. So yeah, I'm also currently full time. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, submitting, I'm submitting my resume to Victory Brewing, who makes Gold Monkey and Sour Monkey. Yeah, well, that should serve you well. Drink some Gold Monkey Lager. Uh, you won't forget it. Yeah, that was rough. I remember you sent me something. I was like, yeah, it feels like I've been beat up. 
Yeah. I know we're still on a bit of a tangent because I tried to train. Anyways, I woke up the next morning. I think I woke up at like five o'clock and my head hurt so bad that I couldn't lay my head on the pillow without it throbbing. It was some rough stuff. Yeah, dude. That's what it's yeah. all about. So you know that I am over 30 now when I can complain about drinking three strong beers one night. We could probably having- complain about that earlier in our life, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess we could. <laughs> I mean, I drank one four loco one time and I was like, oh, this is not agreeing with me. And I had to yak it up. Oh, you're like a cat. I was. I was like a tiny baby cat. I was a 20 something year old cat. I was a 20 year old cat. Just drinking a four <laughs> Yep, 10 years ago was wild. Yeah, last week, too much. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, like I said, something else that gave me a headache last week was playing Trek to Yomi. Second. <laughs> My man <laughs> going to sleep angry, not wanting to cuddle with me and shit. The second segue into this. Um, you going to hold my pocket for the night's over, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But I played and uh, and finished this uh, game last week, and I have to say I enjoyed most of it, but there were definitely some more than a little bit frustrating parts to this. So if you are not aware of what this is uh, and Ryan was aware of it about it's a NASCAR game, exactly about half an hour ago, um, <laughs> it is a, uh, a black and white homage to samurai films of the 1950s and 1960s. And I think the visual aspect and presentation of this is really, really good. Um, it absolutely nails all of like the film cuts and the film tears and the the lighting and everything. The whole thing is in Japanese with English subtitles, which I appreciate it because I do not speak Japanese. And Surprising. Therefore, I would have had to guess from context clues what most of the story was about. So I think this is about this guy going to go get tampons for his old lady. He had to go run errands. So there you go. Somewhere. I'm putting things together. Yomi is the local supermarket where he's got to go to get uh, tampons. Tampons. He uh, asked somebody for some help because he wasn't sure which ones to get. And then he gets attacked by zombies. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Exactly. And then he's got to go back afterwards. Well, of course, got to return the tampons. Yeah. Duh. The whole thing is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. He got the wrong abs- ones after he talked to his wife and then he returns them. Gets attacked again in the parking lot. <laughs> That's the sequel where he's got to go like, I forgot the receipt. Oh, I, was just he- I was just here. Didn't want store and, credit. <laughs> I don't want store. Just let me like, I don't. I bought the wrong thing. Like, just I need the super here. plus. We got a heavy bleeder. <laughs> It's a bad month for me. Um, a bad week. You can survive through the month. <laughs> There's three weeks of the month. It'll be okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's not a, it's not a supermarket set in feudal Japan. Which people is are gonna be so confused. Yeah. What is this game about? Be like, yeah, he's at NASCAR and taking tampons back. back. <laughs> all right. All right. Scene. Uh, all right. And We're bringing see. it in. Yeah, we've. it's time to get serious. Time to get fucking serious. The people in this game look like scarecrows and they're not pleasant to look at. Um, the character, <laughs> it's a. It's not a very expensive game that they've made here. I mean, it is like by a smaller like indie studio and team that made this. So. Side scrolling. The visual presentation is really, really nice, but it's in the every now and then they'll do some like close ups of people. And then I'm like, I can see why most of this is in a wide shot. It's not just for references to older samurai movies. It's because the the character models 
look like little Play-Doh figures in a way. They don't look great. The movements and stuff and some of the cutscenes are not great either. Um, that visual aspect of it is probably probably the weakest thing. But other than that, there's not that many cutscenes. So everything else is is just so. The presentation is so nice and uh, taking a, a Japanese cinema class when I was in uh, film school. I went to film school, Ryan. Uh, now as I'm doing I push a, up my now glasses. I'm doing yes. po- now I'm doing a podcast where I talk about playing Films video game that video made games. me mad a little bit. <laughs> it's um, a little bit. You went to bed upset, yeah. man, over a video game. You know what you have to do. What I do is just beat off. That'll get the anger out of you. Better off beating off, as you like to say. Can I get an amen? (laughs) It was, um, so the, outside of the visual presentation, um, the majority of this game is combat. I would say about 90% of this game is combat. There are some puzzles and some environmental puzzles, but all all your jumping and stuff is like automatic. And the puzzles are literally like match three symbols and then a not hard. Yeah. It's not difficult. Uh, if you read Japanese, probably even easier, but, uh, (laughs) at the end of the game, yeah, I was just screenshotting stuff. I was like, okay, this symbol goes here. This symbol goes here. Boom. All right. Next puzzle, please. (laughs) But, um, boom roasted. The, the, the combat in this game is, a bit of a letdown for me. And this is where I, I think that some of my frustration came from was because the first time I saw a trailer for this, I thought it was going to be DLC for ghost of Tsushima. And I originally was like, okay, fucking sick. And then I was like, Oh, this is a, a different game. <laughs> so my, disappointment, a little bit of disappointment. But when I was, was I was expecting like a side scrolling version of that. And the combat in this is a lot less technical and a lot less fun to do and a little bit more difficult to master. Honestly, I'm not sure if it's how far away the camera is most of the time, or if it's just a timing sort of thing, but it's something that even after the whole five, six hours worth of this game that I played to complete it, never really got the hang of, um, especially towards the end where you're getting overwhelmed with, uh, like 20 enemies on screen at once. I cranked the difficulty down because I'm a big fucking wiener loser. Yeah. I can't handle couldn't it. Couldn't go to the gym. Had to go to Weenie Hut Juniors. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. And you know what? I don't regret it because I got to see the end of it and I had more fun uh, and less, a little bit less frustration. So it's, it's very, the combat very much is like you either you do a heavy attack and swing your uh, sword over your head or you do a, um, slashing attack which does less damage or you do like a thrust where you just push the call sword it a forward. poke let me go poke you you do it are gen- you ticklish poke. you do a gentle poke right or you well, do it a, a little hardcore you do I a mean, more you load gre- it up. there is a more aggressive poke where you just hit uh the tr- the poke button triangle try and triangle uh three times and, and just disembowel somebody on screen um but uh i mean that's there's different, a little bit variations in the combat with some of the enemies. Well, there's combos that you haven't mastered combos, yet. Combos, which I did not master. <laughs> and which, as you saw from the little bit of gameplay that um, 
I made you watch where you're like, watch me suck at this game. You're like, I'm down for it. Let's go. Oh, you didn't say it like that, but we did watch a tutorial or not a tutorial. We watched a YouTube video. So I, you were, you beat the game and then it deleted what you've done. So you wanted to show me what kind of the experience. So, um, you showed me where you were at and then I asked other questions. You're like, Oh, this is what the zombies look like. And I was like, Oh, cool. And as we were watching that, I was like, this the guy. person playing was better was than me. very much <laughs> noticeably faster. Um, in your attacks, they're very much like load up and fire. Um, this person had more of a flow. Yeah. Uh, you're so, like a white person trying to have like, rhythm. I'm, and they were like a person who is not white with rhythm. That can dance. I yeah. like the way you describe that. You're I'm welcome. a white person dancing like a white person. Can and I they were a, like a person yep. that can dance, a.k.a people that are not white there you go and they're just moving beautifully on the dance floor they've yeah gazelles rhythm, they've got soul they've their steps are falling exactly where they need to be and ddr I'm very bitches. stiff i'm very stiff it's step block step poke step it's like swing, watching step. conan o'brien dance <laughs> it's not pretty if anything it's more comical it was weird that my character was like six foot Five. Yeah. And, and ginger. It's very and strange. Ginger. Yeah. There's not a lot of ginger people in Japan in like the 1600s, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't there, so I can't I tell you. I wasn't there, but I'm going to say there's not a lot of people. Show me the proof. Conan O'Brien. Show me the proof. Feudal Japan. But um, yeah. So the story is if you've ever watched one of these older samurai movies, the story is very much in line with that. It's simple. So Godzilla. You, start, you start out as like a, a little you're a little samurai kid who's getting trained and then bandits attack and then your master gets killed and he's like you got to swear that you're going to do live by honor and kill these, kill these bandits drink lots of sake and um, Gatorade too for the electrolytes yeah he's like you always you need to balance your caloric intake you got to make sure you're getting lots of protein peanut butter is a great source of protein check your ph balances in your urine <laughs> do your own urine tip no, god it <laughs> doesn't say any of this drink a little bit of your yeah. urine just to know for sure <laughs> so your sensei dies and then you flash forward to you like 15 years in the future and hot the as same, fuck looking for revenge you got a straw hat you got a big man bun and a big old fucking sword and you're ready to fuck some shit up the ladies like what they see it's some of the gentlemen too <laughs> so the same fucking group of bandits show up again where they like they throw this diversion they make you go to this other village and you kill everybody there and then the guy's like hey guess what while you're fighting us over here they're back at your home village fucking people up and probably killing your wife. And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> so he goes back there. The whole place is on fire. You fight a bunch of them. And then you fight the guy who was the same guy that killed your master when you were a kid. But you cut his like nose off. So he's like, hey, <laughs> I got your nose. <laughs> I got your nose. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, let me just say that does not sound as funny in Japanese. No, it didn't age well for that <laughs> for that guy. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, "Hey, I fucking remember you. Fuck you." <laughs> uh, so he, you fight him for like a half second, and then he slits your throat, and then you go to the Japanese version of the underworld, which is called Yomi, where you have to. Which is like the same place, except there's zombies and yeah. like fire pits, and people are like, "Help!" I have not read into the like lore of this to really un- completely understand it, but I, from what I think it is, is that, and again, 
what I just said was I haven't read any of it. But what I think it is, is that everybody has to face... Just a white man putting his perspective on something without doing due diligence. Well, go figure. And I know there's not enough of this on the internet. (laughs) No, no. Won't you run for office there? Here's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It seems like you have to endure your own trials. So since you're a samurai, your character is having to fight like the souls of the people that you killed. Uh, constantly and it's also not just the people you killed but it's people that you've maybe let down or whatever so like other samurai and other people what do you mean you let them down like I broke a promise this guy now he's going to try to eat my brains basically that's what it is you told me that you wouldn't urinate on my (laughs) plant you told me you didn't have sex with my daughter (laughs) I'm sorry sir I don't think there's anybody that fucked anybody they shouldn't have. You don't know that. They didn't explain it. They They didn't didn't say it, it, so I can't say it didn't happen. He cut that man's nose off. Was he not in hell? Uh, Well, well, you've let him down. You find out later that he went there. Oh, yeah. And then he gets like fire demon powers. Mm -hmm. Which you did not. Yeah, you didn't because you chose the path of. <laughs> the righteous. It was like the path righteous. of like honor, path of love, path of duty. I can't really tell exactly duty. what all they did. Duty. That's they the come back with shit powers. Yeah, you just shit on all these fools. Like, <laughs> fuck all of y'all. Yeah, how you like that? Um, but Bitch. Uh, yeah, so you got to go down there. You got to go to hell, fight some zombies, and uh, Duck. play this with the. Uh, I got the playstation headset a couple weeks ago and play this was one of the first games i played to completion wearing that thing for the whole time and when you have have you ever wore anything to completion before in your life uh not for more than a few minutes that's all you need (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to figure out how to phrase that because they did hurt my ears at first until i broke them in and now I can wear them for like five, six minutes at a time. Oh, it didn't bother me wearing it's a regular it. marathon session. But yeah, they squeezed my little baby head a little bit when I first got it. My tiny baby the man plastic head. plastic was a little too hard for my I little baby I just couldn't head. take it. I fell off the slide and hurt myself and then I wore these and I didn't like them because they hurt me. Uh, <laughs> you're soft. You're soft. And you have small hands. You dumbass. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, um, and so eventually you, you do win, you get to go out of the, the underworld and you beat a series of challenges and then you get, get to go back to your body and you're like, Hey, I've got the power of love or knowledge, or maybe I've come back. I've stopped dying because I want revenge too much, which I think is the bad. <laughs> I wanted ending. to live. I wanted to live to kill you so hard. And that's what you do. This is the final, uh, you know, final stage. Is you and fight. you fuck his dead corpse. You skull fuck him. You can. Can you? Yes. You can't do that. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a quick time event where you got to hit all the um, uh, square, square, like, square, 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 triangle, square, circle. Circles, triangles, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a fatality. You Could you imagine it. a fatality in Mortal Kombat skull fucking somebody? <laughs> well, the, the, I played you the ending the of prostitute. it. Uh, where he like literally like kills a dude and beheads him and his like dead ass head is just twitching on the ground his like eyes like and i would like, just pee all over him he's like you fucking suck you're a loser 
Uh, I win. <laughs> I win. You did. You lost. Well, he begged for mercy Deal. at one point, which I thought was kind of interesting because don't expect even, that from a boss. Yeah, fight. he didn't even flinch. He didn't say a word and just beheaded him immediately. And then afterwards, he's like, "You soft. You soft. I'm you hard. Lost." Underground Greek gay porn hard. So hard. But yeah. Ryan, what what did you think for the limited experience you got with this? Is this something you think you'd play or do you think it is a little too, maybe too technical or too repetitive for you? So in what I've seen, uh, visually, I thought it was it was nice looking. Um, there was nothing that I could get down with no color. Like, I thought it was good. I mean, yeah. And everything. It was simple in some places. There was like smoke coming off a fire at one point, and that was kind of repetitive. But I've seen like some leaves blowing and stuff. Your side scrolling. So, not a lot of atmosphere as far as people, because I think the people that you fight are very kind of one dimensional. They're just. They're bandits. Yeah, they're coming at you with swords. Three types. Yeah. So, there's one that's got like a loincloth, one that's got like a club, and one that's got armor and a sword. Yeah, so there's not a lot of diversity there. And then they're kind of uh, sparse in between until I guess you get to hell. Um, And there's a little more atmosphere there. so I will say that, but maybe that's kind of how it was back in the day. It wasn't so overpopulated like we are now. Um, so that could have been a, a decision. Maybe that was also part of the budgeting issue. Maybe that would have taken away from the game uh, since it is just side scrolling. I think that it was just atmosphere where it was just the regular world is, you know, you have towns, you have fields. But then when you go to the underworld, things are a lot more chaotic and wacky. Where you've got puzzles. Oh, wacky. I've never heard anybody describe, describe hell as wacky. It's, you want to go somewhere wacky? It's Love so to. wacky Florida. down there. <laughs> Florida. Florida. Go down there. Have a good time. There's gators and meth. Hell yeah. I didn't see any meth down there. but you That's because the gators donated. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember there was this swamp area and there could have been some meth gators in there. Oh, yeah. You don't, well, yeah, they, you don't have to worry about them because they ain't got no teeth. Well, you don't. <laughs> I didn't see them, but that's when they're their most dangerous. They are. They're probably <laughs> gumming somebody. Um, the other thing I would say is combat was kind of repetitive in the things that I've seen. It is. Um, and then also it was kind of slow. Um, we had talked about this prior that it seems like there's a lot of load up or build up before you actually shoot your shot against somebody. Like in real life. Uh, yeah. A lot of build um, up. Combos help speed that up, but. I don't know. It just didn't seem um, very quick, but that's that's goes both that uh, for enemies and your character. So it becomes more of a chess match because you have to figure out what your enemies gearing up to do and counter or strike before they do and make the right call. Yeah. So that that's kind of interesting. And I don't know how you figure that out because just based on our little time watching it, it's like, you don't you crank it down to easy and you just yeah. slash away. Well, whenever you made like some move, everybody was like, Whoa, get back. <laughs> and they were out of the way. They moonwalk like backwards. Um, but I will say it looked very cool. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a little too repetitive, but I mean, you also get that with these hack and slash games. Um, so yeah, in the boss battle, um, maybe wanted a little bit more from that. That guy was too good. If you watched me play it, we would have watched a lot longer. Well, yeah, but I mean, he begged for mercy. It was like, wait, no. And then like what I seen and what we watched, he just doubled himself and maybe he shot like, 
He didn't really do anything except double himself, and you just had to kill two of him, like a human form and like, like a ghost, like a ghostly form or whatever. Yeah. So, um, based on what I've seen, it looked like an interesting game, but it could grow. But it's also these people's first time out doing a game, so I would say maybe like a six out of like a ten, just based on watching. I have pl- having played the whole thing, I'd say it's about the same for me. I I think maybe that was just my fault for expecting something that it wasn't. But um, this is something that's uh, on Game Pass that you can get for free. Well, I guess if you're paying for Game Pass, you get it for free. But you have to pay for Game Pass. But you have to pay for Game Pass. Uh, but it's uh, it's nineteen dollars on PlayStation and PC as well. So it's it's not like a huge investment necessarily but it is a short game so it's supposed to be four five six hours long if you're like me and you like to maximize uh, a game by being not good at it for a while so you get a little more out of it you get a little more out of it but uh, would you replay the game i started to i don't know if i will replay the whole thing again i think but was that for me or was that for yourself to prove something to myself. Okay, fair enough. But um, you bastard, you lied to me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bed angry. No cuddles for you. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed it. I think it, I think it's worth the experience. But yeah, if you're a little bit better at video games than me, uh, maybe this is no problem for you. Uh, it is simplistic. But if you're a dumbass like me, maybe you don't get simplistic enough. But um, I still think it's a recommend, even though it's not necessarily my a uh, cup of tea necessarily uh but yeah trek to yummy i think it's i think it's good just for the the visuals alone especially if you if you like samurai stuff and especially old samurai movies it does have a really cool aesthetic and i think it nails that uh, pretty well but yeah, yeah recommend for me and uh, ryan who watched uh, 20 minutes of it yeah, and also and I will say the costumes that the characters wear are, seem very spot on for that time period. Very traditional um, based on what I've seen in movies because I'm a white person from 1987 to 2022 at the moment and I was not around in any <laughs> Asian a, country I've in the 1600s. I've been a white person my whole life. <laughs> as far as I know, I don't know. <laughs> I might have been in a different life, maybe. Yeah, it seems like it seems like an impenetrable sort of thing, but um, it's uh, I it's it's I real I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what I played, um, and yeah. So, anyways, that's that's Trek to Yomi. Let's get us into some uh, some news of the week, Ryan. Well, let me throw this at you because this is something that we get excited about. They're coming out with a new Jersey Shore, Jersey Shore 2.0, they call it. So it looks like we're going back to the shore, but with a different cast. I don't know how I feel about that. Teen Mom's also doing the same thing. Oh, gross. (laughs) I don't. um, I think I, I don't know. I feel like it's difficult to capture lightning in a bottle in the same way, like 13 years later. Buckhead Shore? Buckhead Shore? The Shore franchise heads to Buckhead, Georgia to follow the interpersonal lives of a group of friends making a name for themselves in the Beverly Hills of the South. This sounds terrible. As they escape their everyday life and head to the lake shore to let loose. 
I hate everything that you just said. Okay, that wasn't it, but there's some, I guess there's multiple. It's been 13 years since the iconic cast of Jersey Shore fist pumped their way into our lives and stole our hearts. Now the time honored tradition continues with a new group of roommates moving into their own shore house, not the same one. They may have traded their poofs for plump pouts and uv rays for spray tans but when things heat up in jersey the shore is still the place to be to make memories all summer long so that seems like what they're doing uh the other one is just i guess they're just trying two things and hoping one lands i think it's going to be difficult for them to capture that same magic because i feel like reality tv is in a much different place than it was in like 2008 uh and also i think that the staying power power of Jersey Shore is those people uh, and the characters that were. I mean, there are well, we could meet people, new but people they aren't characters, but we I could think meet that, new people would be okay. That's difficult. That's a difficult thing to replicate when you're putting people in a reality TV established franchise. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Guys and be like, okay, you guys are, you've got to be the new situation. You've got to be new Snooky. Well, it's like you, they want you to be real and show yourself Holy and be dude. those characters. But at the same time, they may be just trying to emulate other people. Exactly. So I can't see fake. that being good, <laughs> but I will reserve judgment until we inevitably have to watch it and judge for ourselves. But yeah, for just from a synopsis, uh, I, I think that, Show me the Alaskan version of this. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to watch Anchorage Shore. <laughs> yes. Or like Canada or hell. I know we're not really cool with the Russians right now, but that would be like the most abysmal place to be. <laughs> to be like, yeah, let's go here. Here's but like, what'd you do? Well, we go to the, uh, the pub and then we warm ourselves by the fire. That's what we did. Uh, we uh, catch trout. Yes, I jerked off for about two hours today. I came immensely when I finally finished. I mean, what would you do in like a frozen tundra? I'm DJ Ivan D. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's ready to hear some music? Ba -ba -ba -ba. We head down to Club Karma. <laughs> yes, yes, but we don't call it Karma here. It just, it just shack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wooden shack very just cold shack with old disco ball in it <laughs> yes very nice very nice it's not though it smell like trout and yes potato. <laughs> very cold very cold we burn it down for the wood so we can have something to stand by then we trek back home to 
lay down and stare at ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of shit I'm trying to see. That's the kind of shit that I can relate to in my 30s. Yeah, amen. Like, fuck going out. Let's stay home, motherfucker. down a building for warmth and then staring (laughs) blankly at the ceiling. Club going down on a Tuesday. (laughs) Sounds like a normal Saturday to me. We don't need no water. Let that motherfucker burn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, oh god yeah so uh more on remakes uh resident evil is coming to netflix um so we watched that it's taking place in like the 2030s 14 years yeah Ugh. Ugh. let's not even phrase it that way because it seems so close yet so far away so whenever we get there we're like Ugh, i'm yeah, old because i'll be almost 50 and uh yeah that's right so let's just say the 2030s make us feel better right it takes place between 2030 and 2039. There we go. Right in the middle. Specifically 14 years from now. Oh, fuck you. But, <laughs> um, I have not watched any of the Resident Evil movies, and I have seen, not played, many of the games. So, does this seem at all like what you are used to or... It seems like it has more direction. of a realism to it, wherever they're trying to... Hype it up, and it looks like it's going to be its own thing, so it doesn't have to do a lot of fan service in the in the way of characters, because a lot of these movies have gone and paid attention to the characters, made sure like they look the same, or maybe they you know they kind of follow a certain trend, which has worked for the games, but maybe doesn't transfer well um, to the movies. I don't know if that's because the movies just had terrible actors and actresses, or if it's just because um, you know it's B grade, so. I don't know, um, but this one looks a little more uh, grittier. Um, but I don't know. I it's not my favorite franchise in the world, but I've seen them. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of like I'll have to wait and see how this goes. How do you think a Resident Evil TV series stacks up in 2022 against? I want to say literally. 12 to 15 years worth of The Walking Dead. and Which is about to end. <laughs> so this why like passing this, the crown. Why start this now? Like, because the crown is being passed and the movie for Resident Evil didn't work out as well as they hoped. Good. good and Netflix enough. was like, hey, we're throwing money all over hey, the place. We, we don't we, know what we're doing. We, uh, we fucked did up a, a whole little bit. line right now and we are ready to green light anything. And we are ready to cancel Lots of stuff. It's pandemonium over here at Netflix HQ. We don't know what is happening. We're going to lay off a bunch of people and then green light a bunch of stuff and then cancel it after one season. We don't know what the fuck is happening. No one knows. <laughs> Anyone want to see ads? Anyone want to see some fucking ads on Netflix? No? Guess yeah. what? Stop sharing passwords. <laughs> Resident Evil franchise. Time to lay off some people. Wait, we're cutting these shows. Fuck you, Will Smith. And no more other Space people. Force. <laughs> yeah, no more Space Force. We still got money for cocaine and pe- weed and LSD. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that's Netflix right now. Um, crisis mode, which yep. is hilarious. Like, I don't know why they haven't realized it's like they realized when we realized that they were up shit's creek <laughs> they like were it just came out like a couple of weeks ago and now they're starting to make all these changes i'm like we knew about this about the same time you did didn't we sitting there on like a burning boat reading a newspaper and they're like oh shit yeah we're in trouble <laughs> but it's like we're on a boat next to them and we're like oh hey you got a fire on your boat and they're like oh shit we do and it's like 
How did you not know that? You're on this boat. Yeah, but it turns out there's like, there's just one boat, but we've all got the same password for that one boat. And now that one boat is like, like taking out a little bit of water because there's 20 people that have the same password on that one boat. (laughs) Who runs their company and like doesn't look at the reporting every day? They're probably like me and they don't look at emails. It's they have to look at the ratings or something. There's got to be like an Excel spreadsheet or some kind of I think data. Netflix famously is not public with reporting ratings and figures like that unless it's really good. And then they're like, well, oh. or really bad because that got reported. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. So they're they're very cagey about that kind of stuff. But I think it was the reason they were able to get so big. And become like the name for streaming services. They were the first. Yeah, they were the first. And now that everybody is has their own and is yanking their own content onto their own platform and slowly recreating cable on the in a different way on the internet, um, Netflix is having to fall back on different sorts of things. So they they have a bunch of like crew truck. Crew crime, true crime mm-hmm. is what I meant to say. Crew crime, or did I? Different genre. Crew crime. Netflix just came up with is crew crime. Um, they've got a bunch of documentaries. They've got a bunch, and again, the TV shows and movies used to be like if a Netflix original came out in like 2015, 2016, you're like, that's going to be good. Now mm-hmm. you're like, I have no idea if that's going to be any good or not. Well, do you think it's over panic? Because literally, not that long ago. They were the hottest thing. They had the office and they had a tiger King. Like that was like one of the biggest things during COVID and they s- did really well because of it. Yeah. Well, and- I think you only need to look at the numbers, how tiger King season two went and they're like, Oh, we're going to do season three. And I was yeah. like, you don't have to do that. Well, let's <laughs> pump the brakes. But also I will say that, you know, yeah, they've gone out and spent a lot of money, but at the same time, I mean, this is really only a year. I remember when people were saying this about the NFL, they're like, oh my God, there's all these concussions and stuff and people were worried. And will we have football players right, in the future? No fans at the games and are they? Yeah, I think I it's think- a little bit of overreaction. Yeah, the company has to do some self-sustaining um, and maybe they're, I mean, they're being swift about it, but maybe they have to be. Um, but I think they could return to form. But I think that other places going to full service has provided more competition and taking it away from them because they used to be able to swing their dick and be like, yo, we got the office. We got that. And that's like a huge thing because people watch it over and over. They just got to find their niche and find like a they were Netflix was almost like the brand name for Netflix and chill is exactly saying no one's like like, Paramount and chill. They they were like the, (laughs) Hey, do you want a Paramount plus and chill? Be like, I plus all day fucking virgin. I don't want to do that. It's like, they were like the Kleenex or like whatever. Q-tip. Yeah. Like another brand name that became like the thing for, to describe a certain sort of thing. Like, yeah, you want to watch Netflix and it was just like, cause they had everything. Mm -hmm. And, but the problem is, and I think, this is that they didn't own most of the stuff that they had on the platform. Mm-hmm. It was on a, you know, a rental agreement. Basically they were like a digital blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And if another company has the rights to it and they're like, Hey, we're going to take and put this somewhere else, or we're going to create our own thing. They can't really do anything about it unless they want to pay a shit ton of money. Uh, and they can't do that. And so I think that they just, they got as big as one of these things can get. And now they're in a position where they're still top dog, but they're just in a weaker state than they have been because there's actual competition in that space that there wasn't maybe five years ago. 
And that's just how it is. I think they got as big as they could get at that time. And if you don't own the rights to certain things, I mean, <laughs> that it is what it is. So, um, so Blockbuster had sent a tweet out. Speaking of which, <laughs> um, so they came back and they were like, they were just sending out a cheeky comment. Um, a tweet from now defunct video rentals. Blockbuster has gone viral. Um, I am really scrolling to see what his tweet. While you're leaving Netflix, the top three most creative tweets using goodbye Netflix hashtag will win a one year subscription to Blockbuster. So that's uh, you just had to put that hashtag in and basically I guess piss off the uh, Netflix people because at this point Netflix is just like was top dog and they ruined Blockbuster and yeah. they probably were rude about it. I imagine. I yeah, they absolutely weren't. And again, this is coming from two guys that are old enough to remember when Netflix rented DVDs in the mail. I didn't experience that because I didn't do it. But I remember my friend being like, yeah, I got this movie. I'm like, wait, in you can get mail? like any movie. You don't have to like go to Blockbuster and just be settled in what they have. You can just go out there and get it. He was like, yeah. And I was like, so for what? Our, our younger listeners, <laughs> the mail oh, still make me sound old is a box that people deliver physical packages, but mostly bills into. Um, and a DVD is a digital video disc that you put into <laughs> A, a PlayStation. Yeah, but you can buy those without it. You put it into anything that accepts a DVD player and then you can play that. And it's physical media. It's like Netflix, but it's on a disc and you can only play one thing. Um, so that's uh, that's that's Netflix. That's the history of Netflix. Uh, come back in the in the summertime when we record our six part history of Netflix uh, <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> it started with an idea because we were both going to be traveling in the summertime and we need something to fill the gaps. So. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to that's pretty much what we're going to do. We do that remotely. <laughs> I'm in Paris and I'm talking about House of Cards season two. Kevin Spacey is in the Senate. Oh, hey, oh, God. remember Kevin Spacey? <laughs> that didn't age well. no. Um, what's next Ryan that is a good question I just uh, honestly I've been going back and forth just Brad Pitt yeah yep bullet train been delayed by a whole week oh wow I was actually interested in seeing this movie just because it just looks like a fun action movie I liked it too I like the setting Um, unlike most bullet trains it's going to be late it's going to be two weeks later than it normally would Um, so well, that's, that's not weird. a bullet. <laughs> don't really understand what they accomplished by doing that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it did look like a fun action movie. It seems like it's going to be almost like a, a sort of like bottled episode where I'm assuming all of the setup for this happens in the first like couple minutes. And then mm-hmm. the whole thing takes place on the train, which like seems Seinfeld at neat. the Asian restaurant yeah. or um, or Seinfeld in any other episode where they're in Jerry's apartment or like whenever they went to um, what the parking garage. The episode of Community where they're talking about bottle episodes and they have to look for someone's pen and they can't leave the it. library until they find the pen. 
I kind of find that those episodes interesting because their people really work. Yeah. Um, Fred Ward, he's passed away at 79. He was in Tremors. Uh, he was also in Naked Gun. He's been in a, quite a few things. He's probably one of those guys where people look and they're like, oh, I recognize that guy, but where from? Um, Norm McDonald, speaking of somebody who died, um, he recorded a secret Netflix special before his death because I guess he knew he didn't have long. Which is interesting. We just watched Billy Madison. Megan has never seen it. He's never seen Billy Madison. No, and I I rekindled my fire for like old Adam Sandler stuff. I was like, this is so dumb, but it just like hits home and feels good. Early to mid 90s Sandler was where it was at. It was like chicken noodle soup for the soul. And then he did Click, which was real sad. And then did Mm. some other dumb shit for a while, which was not very good. He, uh, what was it? Uh, Big Daddy, Waterboy. Happy Gilmore. Um, there's another one that was kind of like Big Daddy. Oh, it's Mr. Not Deeds. About classic Little Nicky, are you? No, Mr. <laughs> Deeds. I didn't mind Little Nicky that much, but it, it was wasn't okay. like his classic. It was okay, yeah, it was just fine. <laughs> uh, Waterboy is still the top one for me. I still think uh, I still think Billy Madison is it for me. Uh, it was pretty good. It's been a while since I've seen it. And I love the randomness of the comedy. It was kind of like Family Guy before Family Guy was out there. A little bit. Um, but you don't see that in a lot of movies. But then again, I've heard um, recently on Netflix, or not Netflix, um, Hot Ones, wherever Seth Rogen was on there. And I guess a lot of... Um, movie companies they're not really taking a lot of shots on um, comedies that's why you don't see as many because they're not you literally don't see hardly any especially in the theater yeah and that blows my mind because that's what i really love um but it's all the marvel movies and stuff so i think we're just kind of in a trend right now come to think of it was holmes and watson the last comedy movie of that type that you remember watching in a theater um i might have been right along too that was, was that not after, good. Was that after Holmes and Watson? No, it might have been before. <laughs> but so it, you just don't remember Holmes and Watson is what you say. Yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> you saw what, it twice at a movie theater. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Do you, that you was went back to ride along too? <laughs> well, neither were good. So I will say that. Um, but what was more memorable than the one you saw twice? What? I can't remember. <laughs> but, you know, I think of like, I always mentioned this one like the hangover that was like such a huge one yeah and then like that was 10 fucking years ago it was probably longer than that that was probably the first one was the second one was like well they went to thailand second one wasn't good it was actually the same movie just in a different location yeah and different things yeah of similarity happened doug gets sidelined in a similar sort he gets locked in the basement so locked on the roof and the whole movie happens the same way instead of losing a tooth we got a (laughs) tattoo on our face uh there's another like a monkey as opposed to like a tiger yeah it's the same movie (laughs) yeah pretty much um which I would probably go back and watch it, but I think the first hangover is the Wills. Uh, the third one wasn't that good because there was no hangover. It was just. Wasn't it like sad too? I can't remember. I watched it one time. I was like, eh. I think I watched half of it one time. I was like, fuck this. Hangover <laughs> this. one. Yeah. Hangover two. Same thing. But yeah, you're right. You do not see big budget comedy movies, especially in theaters anymore. Yeah, I can't think they of are anything. Very much the stuff that is straight to streaming, and that's pretty much it. Which is good and bad. I 
but I, yeah, I can't think of yeah. anything. Um, even like some of the more popular ones, like, um, what is it? Adam Devine or divine him and the, uh, guys from workaholics did a movie yeah. for Netflix, wherever they were like hotel guests or whatever, or hotel affiliated people. Yeah. And I, that was kind I, of like, I can't remember if that was a Hulu original or what. I think it was Netflix. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I, I know the one you're talking about. I do not remember the title of it. Yeah, it had Kev, um, from shameless in it. Mm. He was like a bad guy. Um, so yeah, you don't see a lot of that, which is sad, but at least there is some kind of place for them to go. But I, I think once we get past some of this Marvel stuff, or maybe someone takes a swing and makes a really good movie, like Seth Rogen's probably like him and Kevin Hart are probably the last two uh, people to have Bigger like a movie actors out there. Yeah, so I think it was Will Ferrell, Seth Rogen, and then Kevin Hart. Oh, you know what was well, probably a funny movie? It's probably something with Kevin Hart and The Rock. If they came out with something, I'm sure people would buy into it. And I bet they have been in a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think of anything recent. Shimanju's kind of funny. Uh, it's more it's of an action comedy, thing. but it's yeah. still got comedy elements. Yeah. I'm thinking of specifically Will Ferrell, Judd Apatow ish movies mm-hmm. that were so prevalent from like 2003 to 2012. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You it was just a time to be those. alive. You just don't get those anymore. Yeah. Um, well, and also, I don't know who's the top comedic actor. Yeah. Right now, I would say Kevin Hart probably is. Yeah. Even though I, but he's been around for a long time. <laughs> oh, I saw Nicolas Cage's movie. You did, and that was a comedy. Yeah. Is and it that was com- the last comedy? Is it a comedy in the same way though? I think so. I think it attempts to be. It's not like an indie comedy, if that's kind of what you're getting at. Yeah. But it is a comedy that was in theaters that I did see quite recently. Anyways, message us with all the stuff we missed. We can't wait to hear all of the (laughs) wonderful opinions of people. We have gone like to point out (laughs) the things that we got wrong. Every reel we post, always one person's like, hey. That was Black Bolt that got his head crushed. Nobody has said stuff to us, have they? Uh, I definitely have. Have they? Uh, We have been corrected a couple times. Um, Marvel's... I'll take it. I'll take any engage. We know you're out there. Anyways, Modoc's canceled. Thank God. (laughs) That was like having ADD watching that. I did not like it. I watched six episodes and I was like, I don't think I'm into this. And you know what? I think the people at Marvel and Disney were like, yeah, we're not into this either. So sorry, Pat and Oswalt. Uh, we're done with this. Um, Not really hurting my feelings because, yeah, it needed to go. It was terrible. I think it's an interesting niche, at least, where Marvel can put stuff on Hulu where they're like, this is too risque for Disney+. Plus." But um, I don't know. Maybe there's more characters that they can take a, a risk with. But men, Modoc. No, please I, don't take the same risk. Yeah, but don't do it like this. I, I appreciate the effort. But uh, no, not a, I did not enjoy it. Not really. This was a show. butt plug to your mouth. Yeah, there was like twenty episodes, and we. Between, there was there twenty episodes. I th- there's like eighteen. Somebody maybe. poured in their blood, sweat, and tears in this, and we are just murdering so it right much now. Effort. You watched like three episodes. I watched six, and I was like, never. I can't do it. It was I just can't. too much. Yeah, it was like it was like taking like Ritalin and like trying to sit still and it, watch like grass grow it was the most frustrating exactly i could not there was so much going on in the background 
And like, but they were having like conversations. So you're trying to pay attention to the conversation, follow the plot, but there's so much going on in the background. You're like, what am I concentrating on? Yeah, it was, they were 20 minute episodes too, which were exhausting. Like to sit and I watched like all six episodes in like a night. So just imagine, talking about it makes me exhausted. Imagine how tired I felt when I slinked out of here and was like, I need to go to bed. You think if you watched that, that you would be more. No. Better at like organizing things mentally because no. you've seen it so many worse. times. You think it worse? Worse. I think I'd literally have it's like an mental, exercise to make yourself have ADD. Would, my head would look like Modox and I'd just explode or something. I have a little tiny chair. I'd look like the most tired man in the world. Um, Daniel Craig reportedly first choice for Mr. Fantastic over Krasinski. Krasinski was fan service. Um, Daniel Craig, he has the look, but I don't know about the acting. He isn't as soft and warm as John Krasinski. I don't think you put James Bond as Mr. Fantastic and then you're like, oh, he's only Mr. Fantastic that one time. Nice. Uh, that. Uh, Thank you. I think that you bring in someone like Krasinski if you've already got a deal in place for him to do like three or four movies. I think so, too. And I don't think that he would come at a high price. Not as much as Daniel Craig, I don't think. And you could also honest. direct the movie. Maybe. Which they're already working on a Fantastic Four movie. So I would think that they've already got him in line to be that person. I think that the people the people you see in a Marvel movie or TV show are not an accident. You're going to see them again in some capacity. Uh, maybe in the X-Men movies back in the day. I mean, like... Reset now. <laughs> uh, Edward Norton as the Hulk. But nobody remembers that because it was 100% I Mark Ruffalo the entire time. Yes. Yes. He's always been Mark Ruffalo. Which is weird that they're bringing, that they brought back. To gaslight Ryan into thinking that Edward you're a liar. Hulk didn't happen. Well, they brought back Eric some characters. Hulk in like 2004. <laughs> well, they brought back some other characters, but now we're getting to the multiverse. So anything passes at this point, I guess. Man, the multiverse is a really convenient way of getting around real world contract issues with actors. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if somebody passes away, like Black Panther, yeah, um, you know, you could be like, well, this is just one. Or if you've got someone like Disney buying 20th Century Fox Studios and bringing over everybody, X Men, yeah, Deadpool. just bringing over, bringing over like Deadpool and Patrick Stewart and maybe even um, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, be like multiverse they need to do that at least once to bridge the to bridge the gap if they brought fucking professor xavier over they gotta do hugh jackman you can't i can't imagine a world where you don't get to see hugh jackman's wolverine one more time in a marvel movie you have to proper marvel movie. even if he wasn't like in wolverine attire or if he was just like a cameo as himself I would think that they would make some kind of reference and I would love to see him in like a Deadpool situation. I know that they tried, they sort of did that in days of future past already where he Wolverine was time traveling or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think they do it again, which I think was a good, I think I do recall that movie being fairly good. Yeah. It was a lot better than apocalypse and dark Phoenix. Yeah, which Logan was also really good did too. Did an episode for this podcast for, in which you famously stated you don't remember a thing from that movie. I am really hoping that whenever <laughs> I have a child come to this world, I hope they enjoy Marvel movies because I could just watch that with the kiddo. 
Well, speaking of uh, speaking of boys, the boys are uh, season three, dude, June, June 3rd. I'm stoked. The first three episodes are released up front. Then after that, it's going to be for a little bit. So that's going to be my Saturday and Sunday mornings. This is my reason to live at this point. And we've also got Kenobi coming out. Kenobi. Uh, at the end of this month, too. And your Top Gun Mavericks as well. My Top Gun Mavericks. You're the one who's like, yeah, let's watch that. Don't you put that on me and give me more dad life. I've already developed dad bod. As I'm just going to insert this entire Cletus T. Judd song right here. <laughs> I love NASCAR. <laughs> um, uh, a new season of Black Mirror is on the way, which before they said like they didn't feel like doing it because the world was so bleak during like coronavirus and all that stuff. But now they're like, fuck it. It's not getting any better. We'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> like coronavirus is chilled out. Um, there's new Thor 4 images showing um, King Thor 4. Thor Third four. Um King Valkyrie, Jane, and Ooh, what if they just Best-tit. called it four? Bestit. The number four replacing the T and it's the number four four. 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 That would make sense to me. Anyways, I wasn't listening to what you're saying. They well, knew. there's all their pictures. <laughs> you can see what Natalie Portman looks like a little closer. Jacked. And then like um Valkyrie, and then like this other person I'm not familiar with, it looks like a Star Wars character. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't either. Thunder. Wow, 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 wow. All right, we got something to rip apart. Marvel She Hulk. We've seen the trailer. Jake, what do you think? Um, I like the idea of this, but uh, the actual CGI looked like. Bubblegum like, butthole. She looked like Fiona from Shrek and not in a good way. CGI was questionable, but that's it, also how they've done CGI with the Hulk and other stuff. But it doesn't translate well. And I get that. And I, I don't like the great. way I don't like the way that it looks. I don't like that. She is. She's not like fully hulked out, which I guess it's this weird, way she Hulk was. It's a weird middle ground, though. Well, how does she get her powers too? I, I don't really know her I'm too much. I'm assuming that's going to get explained. Is it in something in uh, fucking uh, the Hulk's lab in Professor Hulk's lab? But why would he do that thing? to her? I, I don't know. And they're related too, like they're cousins. Oh, they're cousins. Yeah, or something like that. <sighs> also, I will say that I did have a crush on um, She Hulk when I was younger. Well, the, well yeah. this will be right up your alley then. Yeah, I, I just rough house. It, every, I liked everything except the CGI. just the actual way that the character looked. I, I think that the CGI looked a little dodgy, but maybe in you know watching it on TV, it'll be a little bit different. But the trailer didn't super impress me. But it could be good. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll follow some similarities that <laughs> the Marvel the, movies do. Got the most mild takes on everything. Yeah, this looked bad, but maybe it won't be. I, uh, I mean, we've I been know. proven wrong. <laughs> do I think it'll be better than Loki? No. Uh, no, no, I don't um, think so. So um, going back and forth, I've heard Johnny Depp is never going to be in a Pirates movie. Now they're saying yes. Um, what I could say to that is don't give Johnny the money. Just give him the cocaine or whatever he wants. <laughs> Take out the middle, man. The money. Just give him the drugs. I did not think that's where that was going to go. Hey, I'm just saying, if that's what he's into, let him be. Oh, Give give me 
Jack Sparrow. But I've also heard that Margot Robbie is going to be filling in that spot like uh, the main character in the Pirates of the Caribbean next uh, installment. Oh, so she's going to be all... Maybe, or maybe she'll be her own character. <laughs> I will say that, let's face it, the first Pirates of the Caribbean was the best. Yes. The second and third one, kind of trash. The fourth, fourth one, one, not bad. Better. The fifth the one? Fifth one did, eh. I did not watch that. I one. saw it. Not great. <laughs> um, uh, Pirates 6 would love to see Johnny come back. I mean, they, they would have to have like a really good script. They said two scripts are being developed. So that so sounds promising. They're going to shoot both of them at the same time. And we're going to see what we end up with. I so. think that they need to just concentrate on the story. I think that's what made it better and not so much trying to go over and above the story Keep it simple, and stupid. a really solid cast. Yeah. I think that's what made the one, the fourth one so good. They're going for the fountain of youth. Um, the first one, they're going for the coins. Don't try to make it more than one film. This two part thing where we've got concentrate it into yeah. one film. We've got souls being exchanged. You've got, uh, Johnny Depp is switching sides like a million fucking times. And they're double. Is it gay or is he not? No yeah. one knows. He's double crossing everyone. It's crossing swords. Do something with that. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I just keep it to one movie. I think if you try to stretch it, I think that's where they kind of hit their niche is whenever they were like, all right, we'll do this. And I think that served them well. Yeah, this is a fun two hour adventure. Nothing more. Yeah, let like it be. It doesn't need to be more complicated. Than also, that. Johnny Depp is 58 years old. Jeez. Let that sink in. Christ. Um, Disney <laughs> reveals Hocus Pocus. Two has a release date. Um, I know that the younger sister will not be in this movie. Um, she is not set to return. Well, it will be on September 30th. Perfect. Because I Halloween. was trying to look hard. <laughs> um, and it looks like the last bit of news is only murders in the building is coming back June 28th and having new shows every Tuesday. That is even sooner than we thought, because I feel like that was less than a year when they turned the second season. Well, they around. said something about fall like um, there was uh, Tina Fey's character was like when we returned in the fall, you know, it was supposed to be a little on the nose. Um, but apparently they moved it up. Well, which is great. I do love that show. And it's kind of fun to see, you know, the old heads yeah. work with the younger character or, you know, Selena Gomez. Oh, um, the Mandalorian season three will premiere on Disney plus in later this year or early next year. All right. They've really committed to a firm release date, haven't they? Um, some Stranger Things four episodes. Um, I guess Stranger Things for the season episodes or maybe it's four episodes are longer than movies. Wow. Um, that could Some run even two hours long. <laughs> and that's the last season of that, right? Um, I think. I think that it gets canceled after this season or maybe next season. Canceled or they just decided to wrap it up. I read maybe something so they were getting canceled, so I don't know. Well, you don't know what they're doing down at Netflix, so um, <laughs> neither do they. It, oh, was it Taika Waititi's Star Wars could be the next uh, Star Wars movie released? They said they are not going back and um, having younger people play older characters. Interesting. I'm interested to see what that actually means but who knows i don't know i guess we'll find out How about yeah. that 
Time will tell. And I think that's all the news that I see. Oh, uh, Stan Lee's MCU cameos could return because they agreed oh to uh, using CGI and old footage after, you know, they made a deal with the family, I guess. They made a deal with the family. We're like, hey, do you want millions of dollars to keep putting this dude in movies? And Perfect. Like, yes. Great. Let's do it. I did see that earlier today. Um, uh, Rick and Morty anime spinoff announced. That's going to be coming to Adult Swim. It's going to be 10 episodes. And I will stop looking at things because if I keep going, then I'm going to keep finding shit. There's always shit to be found. But Ryan, I think that'll probably do us for this week. What do you think? Uh, yes. One more tidbit. Of, I'm kidding. Um, yes. <laughs> and that, one more thing. <laughs> and by the way. Ryan just Steve jobs me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll Steve Jobs you he so hard. He pulled an iPod out of his pocket and you're like, guess what? We don't make this shit anymore. It's done. We're not making any more iPods. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> they are no longer doing. Yeah, that's right. Which I is because they even did that for that long. last week or whatever. We forgot about that. But yeah, no more iPods. And on that depressing note, it's time to end another episode of Almost Accurate. There's no more iPods. But guess what? The namesake continues. You can still get your podcasts on all the major platforms and we'll talk about how mr fantastic's brain blew up whenever you tried to fight uh dr strange in uh iron man 3 um recently that came to the movies um who was played by um daniel craig yeah exactly dare you to correct me on that yeah, it's a Bitches. whole or is it a multiversal situation because in our multiverse all of those things we just said were true yeah so you're welcome fuck off that's what i'm saying suck a butt anyways ryan uh as we say at the end of this and every episode of almost accurate nighty night be hotches until next time folks bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.